You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Feliz Dia de Muertos. Say it again. Feliz Dia de Muertos. She's been practicing all Did weekend. I even say it right? Yeah. I hate you. You say it. Feliz Dia de los Muertos. It's a holiday. I mean, I might be saying it wrong. You're the worst. This is why I don't know Spanish, guys. It's the day after Halloween. Happy Day of the Dead. And happy first of the month when run checks are due. And remember, Day of the Dead is not about being spooky. It's about being with your family. You mean family. Family. You gotta say it like Vin Diesel. Family. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Nikki Trends. This is Manny Oso. And you're listening to Bubble Bath Stories. Okay, let's... Good start. It's Monday. People are busy. They got busy, busy lives. Yeah. Um, we have been wanting to talk about this whole Alec Baldwin situation, but unfortunately, between when it happened and when you're hearing this recording, so many reports came Seriously, out. Seriously, it's been like every single day there's a new update. Yeah. So and you, I'm surprised because you would think it was just cut and dry, like somebody got shot and okay, somebody's got to get charged. But now it's like every single day something new comes up. It's I can't even imagine how difficult it has to be for him. I mean, and more importantly, how difficult it is for that DP's family. Um, anyway, so between when it happened and when you're hearing this court recording, so many um, articles were coming out, so we decided to wait until the 11th hour to record <laughs> to make sure we had all the up-to-date information. Which I don't feel like anybody's got all the information either. If you go like on New York Times, they have this thing where it's like a play-by-play of what's been happening. Which is nothing new. Yeah, because every single bulletin is like, oh, nothing new. Nothing new. We'll update <laughs> Supposedly. You. Something new happens. All right, well, let's kick things off. So if you're not aware, um, last week, uh, Alec Baldwin was in a situation where he um, uh, he had a, a gun on him for a shot for a scene for a new movie that he was recording. It was that they were making. It's called Rust. Yeah. So it's important to know some of the following he, things. It's an independent movie. So yeah. that, that means that the budget is nothing compared to what you see from Marvel, Disney, anything like that. Yes. If independent movie means that a lot of people have financed it. When you see um, big celebrities, a lot of the times they're hiring like their own glam team or doing their own glam. They have like a tremendous pay cut because they've made a deal where once the movie does all these festivals and gets bought, they get money on the back end. Yes. So it's in- also important to know that indie movies are notoriously known for cutting a corners of budgets. And being under budget, right? Uh- <laughs> or over, over. Yeah. Being over budget. Yeah, under budget. I mean, uh, yeah, Blair Witch word. is probably the only movie that yeah, was right? under budget. And, and so, like, if you if you think about movies like that, these are the the crazy thing. These are the films that are the winners of all the awards. These are the type of films that, like, get bought out and make series out of it. And then they, they make more movies out of these. So it's okay if people take pay cuts because the, what they're looking for is something bigger at the end. Yes. It's so, and it, let's also know this, this happened... There's never a good time for accidents to happen, but this also happened right a day after that it was supposed to be a strike for the union. Now, let me ask you, like, are, do you, would you say that accidents in independent films are more 
accidents are gonna happen no matter what. Okay. Um, but when you, so as we continued reading about it, it just seemed this was an accident that could have easily been avoided. And again, you had a strike looming yeah. with all the crew guys. You have an independent movie that's... You Tell know, me about the strike that is happening. Because I hear about it, but I'm not sure who exactly is on strike. I know everybody in the country is on strike right uh, now. Right? <laughs> um, so, I don't believe that the strike went through. But it's for union crews, camera departments, things, people who work in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have contracts with all these different production companies. And the problem was is that streaming platforms like Netflix, Hulu, things like that, they are creating content at a rapid speed. Mm. I don't know if you know it. Like, there's yeah. constantly something shooting. There's constantly a new show out. There's just always something happening. And so the argument complaint was, well, Netflix is getting a bunch of money, but because they they lost maybe 100,000 followers this year. Their budgets for their movies and things were cut. Mm, okay. And so now the crews are working 14, 15-hour days, not getting compensated for it, getting, you know, it's just mm. things that eventually add up. I, I, I totally get that. It feels like if you look at it in a scope, it's kind of similar to what's going on all over and reasons why other people are going on strike. Right. And know that it a lot feels of, very similar. Yeah. I know that a lot of people lost work during COVID. I yeah. mean, I know you guys saw a lot of Zoom things. And first of all, know that that's a fucking project. But it really hit people in the industry hard. Yeah. And so now coming back to it, it's like full, full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. So many projects. I mean, constantly busy. But you also are working in conditions that you may have not worked in before the pandemic because production companies lost yeah. out money and their their budgets got cut. And so people are just cutting corners. So to get back to the rust. So that's the environment we're in for this situation. Right. That so here's some cliff notes. Uh, this, the movie was taking place in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were supposed to be putting up crew in hotels and things like that. Yeah. Then it turned out once they hired all the crew, uh, they were like, oh, sorry, we're not going to put you up in hotels and all that. So you're going to have to drive an hour, ninety, however far you are from set every fucking day. I don't know if you ever looked at the uh, highways and the roads in that area of America, but it's pretty boring to drive down and if you're sleepy it's pretty dangerous yeah and a rule of thumb in the industry is there's always supposed to be 10 hour turnarounds and apparently this crew was not getting it and so it was causing quite a situation on set so when this was happening you had the the union strike looming Mm -hmm. you had these conditions that people were complaining about at work and then this accident happened and you're already in a low paying position um, or you're not getting what you you would normally get, but the the which other, is fair, which is very fair to say in this in this climate where right. In. And so on the flip side of this, they had union people walk out because Ooh. of these conditions. And okay. so to fulfill those positions, they hired people that one were gonna take a low pay and yeah. deal with the conditions uh, that were maybe not totally craftsmen of their field quite yet yeah so you know you pay you get what you pay for so like if you're not in the industry a lot of this might seem like well i don't i don't get it i don't see the thing that i feel is important to hear from a lot of this because i've been speaking to people in production about it too yeah is that like when you look at like i said when you look at it in the lens there were a lot of situations that were boiling over Mm -hmm. to make it to where simple things like 
check if it's the right bullets, make sure it's blanks and not regular bullets. Things like that get overlooked because, I mean, people get overworked and people just don't want to do it to the max capacity if they're not getting fulfilled. Yeah, so morale is like super important on set. So just, morale, yes. So we're on the movie, we're on the movie set of Russ. They're in a church. They're pri- Alec Baldwin is trying to prepare for the next scene. Mm-hmm. The DP, uh, Helena Hutchins, mm-hmm. was the DP, the director of photography, which is basically the camera cinematographer, the, the, the head in charge yeah, of cameras. Yeah, yeah. So she, you know, they're all everyone's setting up basically and the whole premise of the scene was supposed to be that he cross draws which means you're taking guns from opposite sides with their opposite hands and you're just kind of flinging them out yeah the head armor in charge uh hannah gutierrez reed yeah well now they're they're saying it's her fault because she didn't properly check so alec baldwin was told it was a hot gun which means that there's bullets in it that it's just it's like, if you hear hot gun, you should know, okay, there is a loaded weapon near me. Right. It's just like a hot mic. When people say you never talk on a hot mic, yes. a hot mic is something that you're connected to that hears everything. That's how you get all those fun Yeah, <laughs> like, tapes. what did they just say? Exactly. So Gutierrez... Don't take a hot mic to the bathroom. So Hannah, yeah, Hannah Gutierrez Reed is actually the daughter of a veteran in the industry. Yes, who's uh, a head, Reed. Yes, yes. he's a head armor armor himself if you're curious uh this is the same guy that taught uh the the quick drawing for the actors in Django and chain mm. um but this guy is like is like hollywood royalty when it comes to this type of work like he knows guns and he knows how to teach people how to use guns realistically so gutierrez reed hannah she uh this is her second job as a head armorer yeah um the first one she did was for a nicholas cage movie where we later find out she got reprimanded by nicholas cage because she just decided she was going to take a gun shoot it in the air while there was everybody around yeah and almost blew out nicholas cage's eardrum he yelled at her. Yeah. Oh my god! When I read about that story, by the way, I couldn't help but just like sit there on the edge of my seat, like smiling and not smile. Like I, I didn't know how to react because of the way I just couldn't. Ima- I wanted to imagine Nicolas Cage yelling at somebody, saying, "Telling them, well, are you gonna blow my ears out next time?" Yeah, you got to read the story. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, but the way we- she says it, it's like the it's story. Funny. Like it's cute. It's like, funny to her. Yeah. yeah. Um, this business is really big on fake it till you make it. Yes. However, when you are dealing with things like guns, mm-hmm. explosive, pro- you really shouldn't fake it till you make it. You should really know what the fuck it is you're doing. It's What makes it worse is that her father is a veteran in the business. Yes. I, I'm not sure if Hannah is a part of the union or not, mm-hmm. but it takes a lot to get into the union. You don't just like apply online and magically you become a part of the union. Yeah. You have to show all the shows that you worked on. You have to get recommendations. You got to pay dues. You have to fill out applications. Like it's a fucking process. You need to have credentials. Right. And so the fact that she was very callous about, oh, yeah, I shot this gun and I almost didn't take this job. I thought it was pretty cool. It's yeah. so just aged so terribly because of all of this. The things that have come up as well just make me make it seem like a lot of carelessness. Yes. Um, when I when I read about the stories that were happening the day of the shoot, 
I did read about how they were doing target practice with the guns that they yeah. were making scenes with. So they, there was already reports that they had beer cans out and the crew that was using yeah. the same guns to shoot beer cans with real bullets, something that... You in the very next couple minutes, you're gonna use those same guns to pretend to shoot a human. So it's like little careless things like that. It, it's it's uncalled for. It's, it's unprofessional. unprofessional. <laughs> you should be taken. Your job should be taken away from you. Now, now I you, wonder though. You fucked up your dad's reputation. That crew who thought it was okay to use prop guns to for target practice that's where the morale comes around well here's the thing because it's like like why why wouldn't you care enough at your job here's the thing it's very you can't but see here's what i say the reason i bring this up i'm not trying to bash people who are just out there trying to get a paycheck and get jobs yeah but it's the more problem yeah the problem right now is that like the morale the morale really does something if you don't care about your job if you don't care like if the shoot gets done or not you're, yeah, let's go shoot these beer cans. Yeah, but that's... It, you don't it's, think it's that? No. Okay. It, obviously, that's a big deal. But what's really important here is mm-hmm. that somebody who is who took on a job that had no business taking on yeah. a job wasn't on her P's and Q's to make sure that her like she was doing what she was supposed to do. If, you're, if I'm coming into an industry that my father is known in, I'm going to make sure that I'm top fucking notch do you i'm think- not gonna be it, your set is not a playground yeah. especially when you have things like guns on set so it's more of a fact of knowing what your strengths are it's okay to not take a job yeah it's okay to to work from your from the bottom and work your way up and it- i think that's the problem there's a you're a pa for a reason you have to learn you have to go through the steps so if your father is this well-known, you know, props expert or um, armor mm-hmm. expert or whatever, why would you say something like, oh, putting blinks in a gun scares me? Yeah. Why are you in this field then? You shouldn't be in this field then. And has nothing, and especially you're a woman in a very male-dominated industry, yeah. for you to say something like that is just not a good look at all. You're young. You do got to be careful what you say. You have a legacy and you're out here like, oh... Blanks are just so scary. It makes you like, why are you in? You're you're wasting time, and you're taking a position away from somebody who, who could be way better at it. Let me ask you something because there's another there's another thing about this whole story that I think has been very entertaining to watch people speak about. There's a lot of things being thrown around about what a producer versus what an executive producer oh, yeah. versus what a like, there's a lot of titles being thrown around. Yeah. And it feels like there's not a single answer about what any of those things mean. So the breaks, yeah, so you- Because it came out that he that Alec Baldwin was a producer. Right. So it, it the thing is, with independent movies again, Yeah. you have so many people financing it that everybody wants credit. Okay. And so sometimes the actors who are not, who are taking big pay cuts, work that into their thing. It's um, a person-by-person basis. Yeah. Some people are really, they're producers and they're hands-on on their projects. Like Selena Gomez was an executive producer for the show she was on. She was hands-on. There's reports of her being hands-on. Only murders in the building? Yeah, there's reports of her being hands-on with uh, hiring, with crew, creative, like all of that. Yeah. There's people where it's just something to put on their fucking right. Like, yeah. I'm a big star and like I want to be, I want it to say that I produced. 
but it doesn't mean anything. I, I get that. And so you never know what anybody's position is until the end of it all well the reason i bring it up is because when the fir- when the situation first happened there was a lot of fingers attempted to be pointed at whoever was in charge and so since most of us in the world who watch movies and tv don't know how movies and tv are made you're like oh, the everybody's like <laughs> well tell the director well not the director he just directs tell the producer well the producer just produces <laughs> tell the executive producer yeah well, what's an executive producer <laughs> yeah it's all and it there's there's levels there. Yeah, it, it's just it's crazy because um, the first two days everybody was just arguing about what a producer is, <laughs> and I and I sat here with Nikki and I sat here for like five minutes listening to her explain what the, all the titles are, and I'm like, wow, okay, so it's nobody's fault. <laughs> but it's everybody's fault. The but same it's time. everybody's fault. So if you read some of these articles at the same time, they keep trying to explain what those are. And at the end of the day, it's like, well, we can't really point a finger because apparently they were all <laughs> just just executive producers and all regular producers. So something else that I found out was that New Mexico does mm-hmm. not have any kind of law or anything that states that you have to be licensed to operate weapons weapons yes and so now they're all like we have to change this across the board which i agree because depending on where you shoot Mm -hmm. depends on what you can get away with yeah that's it that's all i got for you isn't that nuts like i i didn't know that so you're saying that now they want to try to change the rules where to cross the board that for licensing for safeties i mean these Crew it's people, these crew people were talking about they were in safety meetings on set, which is yeah. like a big fucking red flag. Um, there were no safety meetings? There were no safety meetings. Yeah. And anytime you're doing scenes where any potential danger, anybody's in danger, you have to do safety meetings. Yeah. You have to do safety meetings for COVID. Why the fuck wouldn't you do it for guns? I, I get that. Like, even in, a, even in a regular job. This is why I say, if this situation, you have to scope it and lens it out into something that you can understand for your own life. Any, in any regular job, you know? If you're, if you're working at a grocery store and you have to clean around the, kit, the deli, they're going to tell you, be careful how you clean the, the slicer. You hope so. You hope so you, you know it. i think another thing to bring up is this not everything's a political agenda it's not that that's another thing that is annoying Let's, about it like, there's a lot of talking heads on tv everything is a political agenda because there's a there we were listening to the show schnitt show mm-hmm. and who who has a personal vendetta against him i don't care whatever <laughs> he has a personal vendetta against alec baldwin i don't give a fuck what he says um, and he just made this whole thing about how Alec Baldwin and all these Hollywood liberals are anti-guns. Then why are they using guns in movies? And when I tell you, I literally almost bashed my brain in. Yeah. I, those two are not the same thing. I got to tell you that, that opinion that the talking heads are trying to put out about, oh, Alec Baldwin's against guns and he's making movies with guns. That is a stupid opinion. It's stupid. Because I'm sure he's against heads being cut off but if he gets in a movie about the french revolution it's not like he's four heads getting cut off yeah he it, is acting. it's a movie and it's in old west <laughs> what is he supposed to use a slingshot like it doesn't it, it they're politicizing it and it, there's in the, yeah and there's no need for it like also remember somebody lost their life somebody who was just like so to try to get ratings to work off was just going to work 
lost her life accidentally. A mother, a white, like, lost her life. Mm -hmm. And they're making it that Alec Baldwin did it on purpose, out of sly. For politics. Even though he's anti-gun. For politics. And it has nothing to do with that. Could you imagine the personal anguish to know that you were holding a weapon that that killed somebody? And without that being your intent? Could you imagine? I like this guy's been in the industry for years. Yeah. And the first thing out of his mouth is, "Why did I have? I never had a hot dog. Like what? Like he is babbling yeah. on set. Like why is this happening? Come on, like." And you were going to make it a liberal versus conservative thing. It's just fucked up all around. Somebody lost their life. I really think that this particular situation um, is under a microscope. And it's really, if you look at it, it's relatable to a lot of situations people are in. You know, you got the strike that was going on with the industry. Strikes are going on all over the industries and everybody's job. You got the low paying situation where where the people in charge were just trying to get through the day, basically. That's going on all over the world right now with all our jobs. Everybody's low staffed. Uh, management doesn't know what to do. People who are inexperienced. People are inexperienced taking jobs that they shouldn't be doing at the end of the day. And it's such a relatable thing that I think that's why everybody's taking to it. Um, When I think about it, though, uh, I just wanted to end because I know we're getting close to it. Uh, I think about this, these words by John Ruskins. Mm -hmm. Um, He was this old philosopher. And he, he says, it's worse to pay too little. And this is why I'm saying this, because I'm big on people getting paid (laughs) for what they are doing and paid right. So what he says, it's worse to pay too little. It's unwise to pay too much, but it's worse to pay too little. When you pay too much, you sometimes lose a little money. That's all. When you pay too little, you sometimes lose everything. Because the thing you thought was capable of doing the thing that it was bought to do is not. The common law of business balance prohibits paying a little and getting a lot. It can't be done. If you buy from the lowest bidder, it is well to add something for the risk you run. And if you do that, you will have enough to pay for the thing you wanted in the first place. So pay your employees what they need to get paid so they'll do their job right. Also, (laughs) know what the fuck you're talking about when you take a job. Yes. Don't take a job. Don't take a job that you're not qualified for. Yeah. There's certain situations where faking it till you make it work. This is not one of them. I mean, it's one thing if you're taking a job in a boardroom you're not qualified for. It's another thing taking a job with weapons you're not qualified for. And more important. So now production has halted. They don't know what's going on. There's still a full-blown investigation. They're checking into it. To, um, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. I don't think this movie is ever going to be finished. Nope. Baldwin hey. is if you're curious, If you're curious, the movie was actually about a kid who accidentally shot someone. The movie, <laughs> uh, Baldwin is going to be taking a break from acting. He is, um, oh, yeah, we're cooperating not going to with the police and the invest, you know, the people investigating. He's reached out to, um, Hannah, Helena's, um, husband and father, they understand that it was an accident. How graceful of them. They, yeah. They understand it was an accident. Don't blame him for anything. I, that That's the best thing about this, that the fact that every everybody actually involved is cooperating and being so civil about it. Which is why it's stupid when people say you can't be anti-gun and be in a movie about guns. Yeah. 
shit, Schmidt shit show. I don't know what the fuck your name is. Anyway, guys. Yeah, stop with those we, shameless plugs. We've taken, we've taken enough of your time and promoted that person enough. Uh, if you want to know what's going on with us, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, at Bubble Bath Stories. You find me at Got No Time For This on Instagram. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on Instagram. And if you're looking to join the conversation in style, be sure to check out bubblebathstories.co for all official merchandise. Um, until next time, you crazy, crazy duckies. Bye. Bye.